Now, in today's show, it's a little bit more lighthearted than our usual topics, but certainly one that many people often ask. And that is, why is the English language so hard? And now, the TNT Talk Show, daring to go where other podcasts fear to Hello and welcome to the weekly TNT talk show. I'm Tony Fasulo. I'm Tayo Boya. We're a couple of numpties. Say what? Well, have you heard us? Yes, I have. And I think I think we bring well thought out arguments, well researched. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean, but I'll just jog on. <laughs> we discussed issues that are in the public debate but which other talk shows fail to adequately address not only are we available on all the major audio platforms you can search for us on google just by searching for the tnt talk show and we will appear you can also listen to our show every sunday evening at 11 p.m on secular radio 105.5 fm now, in today's show, it's a little bit more lighthearted than our usual topics, but certainly one that many people often ask. And that is, why is the English language so hard? Mm. Mm. Teo, hello, my friend. Once again, I hope, I hope you're much better than you have been. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling uh, better. Thank you for asking. You sound, you sound so much better as well, which is really, really good. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Tony. Brilliant. And with that, then, shall we continue our ritual when I ask you to say hi to our audience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like this permanent torture thing now, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me, I mean, be honest, you do derive some kind of sadistic pleasure from torturing me every week. I do! Hello, audience. Hello, Tony's friends. Hello, my one or two. One, I think. I think it's one. Hello, my one fan. How are you, sir? Or oh, madam? I don't even know. Please I bet you've got a fan club out there that just quietly loving your material in the background. Quietly is the operative word. Can they please make some noise? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. That's it. Ooh, wonderful, wonderful. Right. Now, this particular one is a favorite hot topic for Teo, and I'll I'll let you lead because this subject is all Daniel Street. So would you take you know care to take things on? Well, many years ago, I was in a teacher of English. And I suppose I've never, I've never stopped you know, listening to the language and sort of automatically correcting things that I hear all the time. Mm. And recently, I'm intending to return to teaching English again. Oh, one of the things that that I, I get asked is by my students, many of whom are, are foreign and live actually don't live in the UK; they live outside the UK. Is why is why is it so hard? Why is English like this? And they get frustrated when you know they've been told the rule, hmm. and, then, and then they use the rule and they go, "Oh no, that's the, you, you can't say that." They go, "Why? You just told me it's I before E, except after C." What you know? And then they get annoyed. It's like well, there's something the matter with your language, pal. You, yeah. you guys should fix it. <laughs> and that's why you know talking about it, you, you and I have come up with, "But well, why is English so hard anyway?" And I have a a few answers. 
uh, which I, I hope, uh, you know, once people uh, hear this, they'll go, ah, that's why the language, it's not going to help anyone. You're just going to understand why the yeah. language is hard and there's nothing you can do but suck it up, I'm afraid, and learn mm. English the hard way. The easiest way to learn English is to be born uh, speaking into an English-speaking language. So if you haven't yeah. been, sorry. Mm. What do you, can I ask you a simple question? Why do you think, just maybe off the subject slightly, but why is it, do you think, that the rules aren't set or they've got some rules, but they, everyone, you know, the rules of the language are flouted? I think it's because we, we've, we've gone backwards in a sense in, in that the rules are mostly patterns which have been noticed. Mm. It's not that they are rules. It's that they are patterns that someone has noticed and has said that, oh, this is a pattern that I've noticed. Of course, I'm talking about I before E except yeah. after C, for instance. So it's not that it's a, it's not a rule. It's, it's a pattern. So, oh. But for various reasons, those patterns are not are not universal, and that's 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 the problem. So I don't even really think we should be teaching. You know, the rule is, and I never do. I've, I've never used the word the rule in my class. Mm. Okay. But people come to me and say, "Oh, there's this rule: I before E except after C," and then you can go. Well, not in labor, <laughs> not in way, not in glacier, <laughs> not in fancier. How many examples are there? Not in seas, not in height, not in queuing, not in albeit, not in cuneiform, not in science, not in forfeit, and not in weird, because it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> So you should be as, a, as an English teacher, have that ready, and then people go. So don't worry about I before E. Just learn, just learn how to spell those words, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and, brilliant! And depend on a really. I mean, we're so lucky to live in this generation mm. with uh, with uh, autocorrect and, and and spell check. Yes. So you know, thank goodness that you know we don't have to live uh, uh, manage without those. That's true. Absolutely. Because that helps with the spelling side of it. Mm. But that doesn't necessarily help with the pronunciation side of it. It's because there's so many examples of of words that, as you've already said in many occasions, that look the same, but they sound differently in depending where they are in the sentence. Is that correct? (laughs) Well, well, the other reason that English is truly difficult to to learn is that we have these things called uh, homophones, mm-hmm. homonyms, and homographs. Um, I'm sure you're conversant with this. In, um, I understand what erudite, they are. Do you want to clarify that for our audience? An erudite uh, gentleman. Well, a homophone. Homophones are words which sound the same, but are spelt differently. Mm-hmm. So, uh, muscle. Hmm. For instance, yeah. a muscle is a small shellfish. <laughs> yes. Or it's what you, 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 hopefully you've got packed onto your body, not fat, <laughs> and, and, and manipulates your, your, your limbs and you're strong and muscular. So there's muscle. Have you got any, Tony? Blimey. I've got some which are homographs. Okay. Which... Well, other homo- homophones are... Yeah. Knight, which could be a, a European soldier who wore a suit of armor and hmm. rode a horse, or a knight, as in tonight. Yes. Night follows day. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got current, 
which is what is happening right now. Yeah, current. Or yeah. what passes through electric wire. You better not touch because you get electrocuted. What about current as a fruit? Or a dried current fruit? Current as a Dried fruit. fruit. Mm-hmm. Current. And what so. else? Hmm. Oh, you mean the, the, spe- the uh, pronunciation? Yes, pronunciation. Yes. Current and current. Yeah. It's so difficult for so, somebody... I mean, we even have problems within the UK itself. I mean, let's be honest, we, we, how words are pronounced also have a, have a, you know, have a challenge if it's different dialects, regional dialects, isn't it? Up and down the country. I mean, let's be honest, we in this, in this, in England, we sometimes struggle to understand somebody's pronunciation from Glasgow, for instance, and they're supposed to be, they're speaking English as well, but it's because of the pronunciation and the dialect but then again there's some people in edinburgh can struggle understanding people from glasgow with a glaswegian accent do you think i know there's a scottish there's a very funny scottish sorry to interrupt you but there's a very scottish there's a very scottish there's a scottish comedian who can turn it up or dial it down oh, really? scottish accent and i wish is he's sort of tall sort of chubby and you definitely know him because he's, he's quite popular he's been on uh, live in the Apollo and things like that. Okay. I just can't remember his name. So but what, what I found very interesting was just what you're saying mm. is that he was he was performing in Edinburgh and yeah. he said exactly what you've just said now. That yeah, we you know the the English won't understand us if we say this and then he went really deep. Yeah. He said, but don't forget if I say this they don't understand me in Glasgow in Glasgow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what you've just said, that, you, can, you know, how, how, how strange that, you know, same language, um, same dialect, if you want to call it a dialect, and just within, I don't know how many miles apart they are, and they don't understand each other. If mm. certain words. How's what your, what's your point of view with regard to the way certain Southerners pronounce words like scone and bath? Do you object I, to the way that they're pronounced? But I think that's what I would say, frankly. What would, would you, you say? say? Ba- bath or scone? Well, ba- bath's a contentious one because there's no R in the word bath. And southern people say bath, whereas All right, so the people really, up north, really they go accented, bath. Well, I don't think I'd ever say bath. <laughs> uh, I'd, say, I'd say bath, but I wouldn't say bath with you know, a hard A. Which is sort of Midlands, uh, sort of from what Birmingham is it? From that's I think Birmingham in the UK upwards. Yes, they'd say, yeah. or even further north, they say Bath. Bath, you know, it's yeah. really hard. Path, Bath. Mm. Path. So I think bath. I'd be more Bath, Path. Mm. More. What about Scone or Scone? Uh, I, I'm not really fussed because I hardly ever eat those things. <laughs> uh, I'll probably ask for a. You've, I, I don't know. You've, you've put you've put me up against the wall now because I really don't. Scone or scone? It's the strange. I think I think I'd say scone. Uh, scone. I think I'd say scone. A I don't scone. think I'd say scone. Not scone. No, I don't think yeah. I'd say scone. I think I'd say scone. So yeah, certainly dialects play a part because. If, if, say, for instance, someone is from, you know, foreigner wants to come here and learn the language, the dialect obviously affects how they 
interpret what's been said because obviously different dialects insert different words and pronunciations that can confuse the things still further as you've as you've rightly said mm. i mean um you mentioned homophones do you have any other oh, examples uh, well so rules are inconsistent that's mm. one reason why english is difficult another reason english is difficult is because we have homophones mm. homographs and homonyms. Now, homograph is a word which is spelt the same as another word, but means something else. Okay. Yes. Well, for I've instance, got a, I've got a few of these. Oh, I've got a few. Before. Okay. Could you? Uh, I share, have. Share yes. This um, when somebody uh, has a bandage, and they're tying a bandage, um, the you wind or wound the bandage <laughs> yeah. around the wound, even though they're yeah. spelt the same. Wound around the wound. Wound around the wound. W-O-U-N-D, wound yes. around the wound, lovely. <laughs> yeah, or, or another one is a, farm was due, a farmer produced produce. Produces produce. Produce, spelt the same, but mm. because where they appear, they mean something different. It... it it can be a conundrum for people l learning the language because it's the same word. Normally in foreign languages, you have different words for different meanings, but we seem to have been lazy in some way. <laughs> Use the same word twice. Use the same word. So it then becomes a question of context. Indeed. And teaching context is quite difficult, as you can mm. imagine. Mm. I have a student, I can't remember what the exact case was. I said, oh, I'm sorry. Um, it depends on context. And she was like, what does that mean? I said, well, if you use it like this, it means this. If you use it like that, it means that. She said, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the language. Um, and a slightly, a slight digression here. Mm. Uh, I had a real problem. With, in fact, the question caused me issues as an English teacher, and I had to think about it for quite a longish time. Mm. Um, he, he is married. Right, is married. It's like, hang on, isn't married a past tense? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so yes. she was, she asked me, said, how, wait, 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 married is past tense. I was like, yeah, uh, no, it's right, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's true. Because you yeah. say, I am married, which is I now, but married. it was a past tense, yes. Mm. And it took me a longish time to work it out. Shall I share? Yeah. Okay, so that married is not actually a verb. When really? You think about it, it's an adjective. You're describing yourself, your state. So that married is an adjective. Okay. Yesterday I got married. Yes. Yesterday I married, sorry, yesterday I married in church, but that's a verb. Yeah. And you can say today I will marry in church. Tomorrow I will marry in church. Yes, that, the verb there is marry, married, marry, mm. married, marry, marry, because the present tense and the future tense, I, they're always the same. Have you noticed that it never changed uh, for verbs? I, I don't know why we even have a future tense. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, well, it never changes. It only changes if it's a past tense on some occasions. Okay. Um, then if you have... Uh, married, if you're saying what your state is, then obviously, yes, I'm a married man. 
because the adjective there is married. It's, it's never, I am a married man. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So that's why. So then I was able to explain to the student, but it did, it did really threw me out. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Goodness <laughs> me. See, that, that, this, this is the problem, isn't it? Where for this is the most languages follow rules as we've already said there's a certain structure but we but because our language the english allows all these different nuances the way that things are spelled or pronounced or where they appear in the word in the word this causes a headache for anybody trying to follow it by a set of rules it's it's it makes it harder because you've literally got to almost understand each item in its unique way which complicates things even more because it's like tremendously yeah you've got to you can't learn a set of rules you've literally got to learn all the phrases used in different circumstances which is incredible well there's more examples of that coming up to be honest with you Mm. but um you you said what was it you said you said produce yes for a homograph what was the other one you're talking about uh the the wound Oh yes, wound the wound. wound around the wound the wound wound and wound. Yeah, of course you've got uh, invalid. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and invalid and invalid. Yes, invalid, invalid and invalid. Uh, we said about the present and the present. Present to present a present in the present. Those are three different. Those are three different. In one presents. sentence. In one sentence. So you give someone a gift in the current. Moment. Now. Yes, in the now. now. Presents a presence in the present. Uh, this, <laughs> this reminds me actually because it's something like this. This three, this uh, triple, uh, triple presence yeah. reminds me of the word Mercedes, which is an interesting word in that each e is pronounced differently. Mercedes. Yes. Goodness <laughs> me. Goodness <laughs> me. I've never thought of that, but now you've yes. said it. <laughs> oh my goodness but i mean it's a german word obviously from yes from german is, surname yes. but we, well that's why english has uh, accumulated uh words from all the other languages i think that's what makes it so powerful uh, I, i'd be i'd love to know from a linguist i'd love to hear from a linguist if yeah. my suspicion is that english is the most powerful language because it's a mongrel language and you can say pretty much exactly what you mean. Although there are words in other languages which are pretty useful. I, I, I love um, uh, the, the German word uh, backpfeifing. Is it backpfeifengesicht? Oh, don't know. I know nothing about German. Uh, it's a lovely word if I've got it right. I might have got it wrong, but I think, I think I'm right. Backpfeifengesicht, which is a face that begs to be punched. <laughs> uh, we can't say that in English, and we really ought to be able to say uh, because so that person has got a face that needs punching. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to repeat that so our listeners can all hear and make a note. Back fifingesist. Back fifingesist. That's a tough one. I must admit that is tough. <laughs> I don't know if I could repeat that. I won't make a fool of myself on radio. I wish I could. Uh, I didn't know how to spell it. No, I used hmm. to. I used to have these words in my in my head. And I think the other one is uh, 
Bakushan, which is from uh, Bakushan, from the Japanese word Bakushan. Okay. It's the experience of seeing what you think is a beautiful woman from behind, and then when she turns around, you're disappointed. Oh no! That's um, a very specific feeling. I mean, I know there's a feeling like that, but but to actually have a word for it is like me. a lot of time and drinking a lot of tea. <laughs> to come up with that to, to have thought about it that hard but you actually need to put a word to it yeah indeed I'm but surprised it's that, that it's there you just said, oh, I just had a bakushan oh goodness <laughs> me <laughs> so yes English is a very powerful language but uh, mm. and when we absorb words like this from other languages it becomes even more powerful yeah I mean there's there's values obviously in learning English and many many countries and cultures adopt English as a second or third main language. Like Nigeria for instance. Well, well I think we did that because we were a former British colony. Right but there's still a lot of people uh, a lot of countries that learn English as a second language because there's a lot of industries for instance that only operate in English. Oh yes, um, IATA isn't it? Um, is it IATA or ICAO? Who, who is responsible for um, uh, uh, air, uh, tra air traffic controllers? Yeah, because that has to, to be English, has to be in English. Yeah, yeah worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. Because if you have an international flight coming, you can't, you can't be saying, I'm sorry, what do you mean? What level yeah. do you... No, that, that, yeah. that wouldn't work. No. Uh, you've got to know what people are saying and understand them instantly, pretty much. Yes. For the safety of all concerned. Also, uh, medicine, I believe, is, is in English as well. Is it really? I didn't know that. I think so. Huh. Um, yeah, so that's another one that's obviously very key, that you need to be able to speak in English to ensure that people understand what they're saying and what you're prescribing, etc. Apparently, it's supposed to be in English. Obviously, in different countries, you know, once you've got it, you've got the medicine, you know what it's for, you obviously speak your own language. But apparently, when it's, when it's first... Um, produced in the country or they've got it it's all to do it's all English based apparently how they refer to the ingredients it's all English I'm, that was my understanding I'm surprised I'm, I'm, I'm surprised mm. I didn't, I did, that is that is uh, something I've just learned now this this moment mm. I didn't know that yeah I think I think uh, medicine definitely anyway so, so you're telling me that doctors in I don't know randomly Venezuela I don't know it doesn't really matter but they have to learn in English? Is that what you're saying? I think they need to know the medicines in English. Yes. Ah, right. Yes, oh, the okay. medicines, not their speaking to the customer clients. Thank you. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, more yeah. sense. Right. Yeah. I didn't think all doctors had to learn English. No, no, okay. no. It's the uh, medicines like the themselves. For instance, that's yes. what you're when they learn yeah. the names of the medicines. Correct. They've all got so to be in English. They always prescribe the same thing, mm. and medicines don't change, and people aren't, don't get confused. Correct. I can see that it'd be horrific if you walked into... <laughs> into a pharmacy and you've got the wrong medicine because yeah exactly because it's life or death indeed that could be life or death indeed yeah i mean we we okay we're touching on the 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 use of english and obviously it's it's important well it seems important that the language is adopted by a lot of people and the internet apparently as well has also increased that adoption apparently mm. because yes there are different languages that are spoken on the internet but the a lot of the URLs, you know, the HTTP, it was all English-based, English language. And so there's been adaptations for uh, China, etc. But a lot of the, the low-key level stuff is in English, apparently. And obviously, um, a lot of websites, the majority of the websites 
in the world are still English. In mm. in, I wonder if that will change as um, that. I think it will becomes a, 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 a more um, well if they continue with the personal attitude of shutting down the internet because the internet wants to grow, wants to live, wants to breathe. Mm. And if they've got the attitude of um, closing it down and keeping control. Well, it's the, no, they're causing intranets, though, aren't they? Right. The, the these places aren't actually closing the intranet down. Internet down. They're making intranets, aren't they? Yeah, but in order to in order to evangelize your culture, you have to convince people to get involved. Mm. And we're not going to get involved if we can't say what we want to say when we want to say it. Mm. <laughs> so yes, if English indeed. then remains the language of, if you like, to put it, this is going to be cause contention amongst the Chinese. If it's the language of freedom. Yeah, free, and then it will continue to grow because that's that's what people are attracted to. Indeed, indeed. Right. I mean, so we've got Homer. Just to sorry, bring us. Yeah, back. no, no, please. What were you going to say? I was going to just say about uh, we we sort of put the bastion up there, saying that English is one of the hardest languages to learn, based on what we've already said. But mm. it isn't the English is pretty challenging, but it's not mm. the only contender for difficult language in the world is it oh my goodness no isn't um isn't uh mandarin is it mandarin or or oh, Cantonese, Cantonese is also tough. one of them is, is i think it's mandarin is it mandarin's um, got so many letters it's tonal isn't it it's a tonal language mm. so if you don't pronounce it properly that's a bit like yoruba which as i've explained to you before is my 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 tribe you like even uh, yeah. Nigeria, the tribe to which i belong that's a tonal language. So in Yoruba, uh, any Yorubas listening, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to use one word, one inflection of which is is a bit rude, but it's okay, I think. So look, this is Yoruba, okay? Yeah. Oko, okayo, hmm. husband. Oko, yes, oko, husband. Oko, husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you allowed to these say what all, that means? These are all, Oko means husband. Oko, O-K-O means okay. husband. When you right. pronounce it like this, Oko. Oh. When I you see. pronounce O-K-O like this, Oko. Oko. That's a vehicle. Oh. When you pronounce it like this, Oko means he wrote it. Oh. When you pronounce it like this, Oko, it means you didn't write it. Oh. And when you pronounce it like this, oko, that means penis. Oh. <laughs> and one lady had a misfortune. To, she's about uh, Barbadian. Mm. She had a misfortune. She was trying to be, you know, hip and with it and Yoruba, you know. And she was in a hair salon. Yeah. And she wanted to say my husband, and she wanted to say okomi. And unfortunately for her, she said okomi, which obviously meant my penis but we <laughs> did understand although she couldn't understand why everybody fell apart and just <laughs> so you gotta be you know so a language like that if you don't pronounce it pro- properly you, you you you're in trouble you're in trouble mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes it so difficult uh, and i think uh for the same reason and others mandarin too is, is, is yes very, very hard but i mean japanese itself that they have about two thousand other characters that you got to learn it's by heart or something. It's not even that. They've got something called kanji or something, which is oh. one way of writing. Then mm. they've got another way of writing. Then they've got the, the Western script. Where, so they've got like three writing systems that they have to um, 
master. Wow. Which they do, and then they mix them up. It's like the kanji is used for informal writing. Then they have other system, I can't remember what it's called, which they use for formal writing. And you refer, well, that means you're not going to mix the two. But but you do mix the two. Yes. And you've got to learn them both. I'm like, well, that's a bit much. That surely is worse than English. (laughs) 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 It's not helping, that's for sure. It doesn't help. So wow. we have hom- uh, hom- uh, homophones, yes. which are, you remember? Homophones are, they sound the they same, sound the same. Phone, different yes. meaning, yeah. Yes, the, the root there is phone, mm. uh, which is sound. Then you've got homographs, which are? Um, that They sound, they're spelt the same, but they, they have different meanings. Fantastic. And then we have homonyms, where yeah, they sound the same yeah. and they're spelt the same. But they have different meanings. Right. So they sound the same and they're spelt the same, but yeah. they mean something completely different. Is that, again, in a context of a phrase? No, just a word. just an ordinary word. Oh, really? You already, you already gave us one, by the way. Oh, yes. I suppose I did. Yes. Produce. Yeah, I did. Produce. It's yes. spelt the same. Yeah. But totally different meaning. Hmm. I've got another one. Um, produce. Sorry, sorry. Produce doesn't sound, it sounds the same, but it's not, it's spelled the same, but it doesn't sound the same because it's produce and produce. Yeah. No, sorry. No, it's not. That's it. Produce is, um, produce. Those are actually, um, homo, homographs because, because they're spelled the same. Sound spelled and the same. spelled the same, but different. No, 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 no. Sorry. No. A homograph is spelled the same. Yeah. But it has a different meaning and it doesn't sound, doesn't necessarily sound the same. Right, so it's when produce, you're so a homonym produce. is when it actually sounds the same but means something completely different. It sounds the same and it is spelled the same. Okay. Like, for instance, palm. Yeah. In the palm of your hand and the palm tree. See, sounds the same, spelled yeah. the same. Right. So that's different. a slight nuance on, on the fact that it actually sounds the same. Exactly. Can you imagine? Goodness so it's me. you can't tell. If you don't know the context, and I say a palm, a palm what? My palm, yes. the palm of my hand, or a palm tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, to go to make it even worse, you can palm something, which means surreptitiously put, you know, take away and hide, like a magician palms things, doesn't he? So, what about if I if I use the word object and object? I object to your language, and I mm-hmm. object to the object you're holding. Is that no, I detect, a homogram? I detect a difference in the way. No, I, I detect a difference in the way you're pronouncing them. Right. I'll call that a homograph. Right. I see. It's not the same. Yes. But letter, a letter in an alphabet. It's what? Sorry. A letter, a symbol in the alphabet. Yeah. A letter, letter A. Yeah. And write a letter. It's exactly the same mm-hmm. pronunciation. But but. but meaning a different thing altogether oh yeah i write a letter to someone i received a letter that's one thing yeah and the letter a that's another thing goodness me i mean it's hard for us and and, well for me i'm I'm english speaking i'm born here and and i'm struggling with this Um, (laughs) imagine what it must be like for someone you know coming in as an adult or trying to learn the language it's I, i i don't envy them Mm. And one for good measure. Uh, here, I'm going to give you what they mean, and then you see if you can get the word. It can either mean you're going to use it to measure lengths, or it could mean a king or queen. So something you use to measure the length of something else, or a king or queen. 
king or queen? Hmm. Gosh, you've got me there. Ruler. Oh, ruler, yes. It's pronounced the same. The yep. ruler of the country and a ruler to measure the length. Yeah. Goodness me. It does, it does, it does cause problems. Clearly it causes problems. And it it's does. it's causing me problems. My mind's now in a test. <laughs> I mean, I don't know okay, what I'm Well, unfortunately, those are the easy things that, that yeah. make English hard. We've had rules, which aren't really rules. Homophones, homographs, and homonyms. Mm. But something else that makes English really hard is a contronym. A what? A contranym. A contranym. I've never even heard of that word. Oh, contronyms it? are words which have two opposite meanings. Oh. Have you got any examples? I got some examples. And by the way, one other thing is, and we're going to touch on this later, is another thing that makes English hard to learn is that you have uh, national or rather international differences. So a contra name in British English is spelled C-O-N-T-R-A-N-Y-M-S. But in America, it's spelled C-O-N-T-R-O, contronym. So if you if you got an English, a British English spell checker and you were to type in contronym, yeah. it, will, it will throw a wobbler. I'm not happy with that. It'll put a squiggle. Huh. And vice versa, if you're in America and you you, you write it contranim. <laughs> so but they but they mean the same thing. Words which have two opposite meanings. Yeah. Here's yeah. one. Go clip. On. Clip. Clip. Yeah. When you clip something, are you cutting it? Yes. Or piecing or piecing it together. Okay. Literally, which we all know because people keep on misusing it in a certain way. It mm. can either mean actually and factually, or okay. it can mean metaphorically and representative. My head has just exploded though. <laughs> yeah, your head just literally exploded. What did it did it actually explode? No. No. So that's the metaphorical, that's a representative. <laughs> that's a representative way but i literally just showed you the difference yeah which i actually did yes you actually well did. there you are so you see both words but the opposite so you can imagine somebody trying to learn english and having to wrap their heads around that okay <laughs> <laughs> that is so difficult I mean, here's another one that I've obviously um, looked at as well mm -hmm. is synonyms, which, you know, different words that are supposed to mean the same thing. That's mm -hmm. another struggle in itself because you can't always swap them over either, can you? you so have to be very careful. Sometimes. Yeah, because you could use the words in a completely wrong way. I mean, the example I have is you, you can watch TV mm -hmm. yeah, and you can watch a film. Mm. Or you can go and see a film, mm. but you don't see a television. No, you see it, but not in the same sense that you yeah, watch yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. also, if you, you're watching TV, you're not a watcher. You're a viewer. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's true, isn't it? <laughs> you know, yes. and you don't, you don't view television or view a movie. You watch television or watch a movie. Hmm, and I, don't view, I don't view television. No. I'm a viewer. You're a viewer? Can you say viewer. when I was viewing? No, no, no one would say when I was viewing TV. That's crazy. No, I was watching TV. But you would say the viewers in the... You could say the viewers in Hall 3, in the cinema hall. 
this the the, the studio or whatever. The, what are they called? Again? Yes. Well, uh, they're not called. Are they called halls? Yeah, a viewer in the cinema or the cinema hall. Yeah, you can say yeah. yeah. Screen. They call them screens. Mm. So you'd say, yeah, the viewers in screen three don't like the movie. They're hollering. Yes. So that's valid. Yeah. Mm. What about what about the the things that are part of the English language that we use all the time, especially when you're here a long time, but foreign people who come to the country, even on holiday or just visiting or whatever, they don't understand. It's idioms, isn't it? Um, well, but we'll get to all that. No, don't worry. Let's 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 do this. I've, um, what synonyms or no? Let's do this regular, uh, not rigorously, but I've, uh, don't worry. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to idioms and, and all that. Okay. Later. <laughs> I just want to finish a few more uh, two more examples of contronyms because I think they're interesting because they make you think. Variety. That's a contronym. Variety. Yes, because it means many types. Yeah. Or one particular type. <laughs> ah, yes, of course. It's the variety of professionals available to you. Yeah. Many times. This variety of oranges is popular in Cornwall. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Whether to wear away over time or to withstand. Yes, of course. The rock face has weathered away or will weather this recession. Wow. And one that I find really hilarious, transparent. It can cool. mean invisible, or it can mean obvious. <laughs> yes. It's in the context of the sentence. Goodness. In the context of the sentence. Mm. And teaching context is really hard. Yes, you've already said. But it's hard yeah. for me, and I'm listening. I don't know what our <laughs> listeners are thinking. <laughs> it, is a, it is a conundrum to learn the language. You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's difficult. Idioms. You're just talking about idioms. Yeah. I've got a lovely way of explaining it to my... Yeah, please students. do. Idioms are phrases which have a common understanding, of which we have a common understanding, but which in themselves don't impart their meaning. Mm. But we understand them if we've lived in the country long enough. Either we understand the phrase, understand them or you don't. There's there's no two, three, four, five ways about it. Yeah, you 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 either know it or you don't. So shoot the breeze. What the <laughs> heck? If, if you didn't know what that meant, what the hell you mean, shoot the breeze. What the what? Why am I shooting the breeze? <laughs> you know, and, and you think yeah, you poor thing. It's a piece of cake. No, it isn't, sir. There's no cake in sight. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure not you know are you sure that just coming up with these things donkey's ears well how long is that <laughs> hey, <what's a> donkey? <laughs> yeah strange uh, isn't it and then I mean, the last one go pear-shaped pear-shaped yes go pear-shaped i mean i've got a couple yeah go yeah please. um barking up the wrong tree exactly why are we barking up why are we barking up any tree i'm not a, i'm not a dog why am i barking yeah it means you've got, for the benefit of people who don't know what that means, it's you're, you're trying to work something out, but you're completely wrong. You're barking up the wrong tree. Got a hold of the wrong end of the stick. Yes. Or, <laughs> that's right, yeah. That's another one. But the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm. Is yeah. that an idiom? Uh, it is. It's very, but it is so, it's an idiom which I think is so evocative that you could probably work out what it means. Mm. Yeah. If you can imagine another straw, which then the camel's poor, poor camel. Mm. What about uh, 
What about raining cats and dogs? Is that yeah? That's that's complete. That's complete nonsense. It's like what is <laughs> where did that one come from? It was like that's well, a real bizarre apparently one. In, in single in single room hovels in mm. which people used to live back in the day. Yeah, and you're here in the UK, here in Europe. Mm. Um, you your animals used to live not on the same floor as you because there's only one floor so that was for humans but there used to be a raised uh, platform close to the roof okay where you you put your animals and the dogs and cats with whatever sheep whatever would go up there oh and if it rained so if it rained very very hard and the roof collapsed it would be raining cats and dogs is that true yes okay that sounds quite far-fetched why would you put your animals above You'd normally put them below, well, would you not? Well, you'd, you'd have more space. You'd have more space below. So you'd, you'd want the most space for yourself and your family. Don't forget, you know, everything would have to happen in that one space on the on the ground floor. And when mm. I say everything, that means like sleeping, eating, whatever. Are you referring to houses that had a, you know, triangle-shaped roof? Is that why? Because there's less space above? I'm, I'm trying to picture. Yeah, these are hovels back in the medieval days. You know? Oh, not recently. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thousands, talking a long time. Of thousands of years ago. Yes. Okay. And I think you can even see that sort of mentality in certain primitive tribes even now. It's not. You know, you can probably find examples of that sort of thing. Hmm. Be mean. Uh, logically what... thinking. Did you think about it? You wouldn't. Why would you put your animals above you? Because no, the, the bed of straw or something, which you'd have to yeah. clean up right after. Okay. Wouldn't Just you to leave them up there? Okay. Mm. Interesting. Never heard it that way, but at least that—that that is an idiom, which is obviously means nothing, but it does mean something. Yeah, because if just, otherwise, if you don't know what it means, you just be absolutely confused. Mm, mm. Do you have any others? Uh, well, just one more. It's got the chew the chew the fat. Chew the fat. Just <laughs> <laughs> to gossip or make small. Okay. Indeed. But where did that one come from? Why chew? That the I can't tell you. That, 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 who knows? Goodness me. Goodness me. It's great, isn't it? But these are ones that you have to, if someone was listening to these, a foreign person coming here to try to learn English and you had these sorts of expressions, they wouldn't know what you meant. You'd have to learn them all individually. And I don't know how many there are. There must be loads. Our listeners would probably have a number that they can mm. maybe tell us on our Facebook page. We'll welcome those, certainly. But yeah, there must be so many for our poor foreign individual trying to learn i say to my students you'll never learn english in the classroom mm. the classroom is where you come to get guidance but the real world is where you actually learn english the more you practice the more you speak to people who speak english the more you learn because they will use you know idioms and yeah. and other there's some what's the other one that is uh co-locations and don't ask me what it is because i've I don't have any examples. I can tell you what it is. It's, it's right. words that normally go together. Oh, okay. Uh, but I can't, uh, just right now, this second, I can't think of an example. <laughs> um, hard life, is it? For oh, okay. You say a hard life, and then if you, if, if it, 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 by itself, it means something. It's, uh, but it's not a very good example, by the way, of mm. a complication. No, but then you wouldn't want to go around saying a soft life because right. you've heard hard life, so yeah. you think it's soft life. I see. If somebody has told you that 
soft is the opposite of hard. So I think, ah, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a soft, soft life, life, but it doesn't I mean, mean people that. look at you and go, hey, uh, what? <laughs> 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 you know? Uh, so you have co-locations and, and uh, idioms, and these are things you, you just have to know what they mean. Mm. It is. It is difficult. It is. I mean, I mean, like there's some other conundrums as well that we. I mean, mm-hmm. we spoke about earlier. It's like hamburger. There's no ham oh, in hamburger. These are, these are your illogical words, which I was going to touch on next. Yeah, there's I mean, no ham in hamburger. Hmm. There's no egg in eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> Guinea pigs aren't from the country of Guinea. No other pigs. <laughs> <laughs> sweet meats are sweets yeah. but sweet breads aren't sweets and are meat yes and incommunicado <laughs> means you are not communicating <laughs> which must really be annoying it's incommunicado no it's, it's not a... <laughs> what's another one isn't it um, uh, a pineapple there's no pine oh, or apple in it. Yeah, exactly. Lovely. No. <laughs> <laughs> so why is it called a pineapple? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Okay, jog on. <laughs> There's a lot of that in my class, but I don't know, man. It's, uh, yeah. Um, what about, um, what's it called? Uh, a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. They eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. But what does a humanitarian eat? <laughs> no humans out. <are> <laughs> no humans. <laughs> 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 it's, it is it is odd isn't it and i and i feel oh, for people yeah okay that reminds me uh can i remember uh, a writer writes but a hammer doesn't ham or oh, what's the other ones the, 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 there's something like that a hammer doesn't have with with er where's the end with er and ER. yeah like you know writer uh, ends with oh. er he a writer writes she or he writes yeah. Hammer, E-R. But a yeah. hammer doesn't ham. No. No. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, I, I don't think I know, I don't think I can remember the others. They're, they're, they're like that. A hammer doesn't ham, I like that. Yeah. So you don't, you don't just automatically assume that because a word ends in E-R, that what yeah. went before can actually do that action. Oh. You see, this is the thing. I know... I know Italian, for instance. I know how to speak Italian. Mm-hmm. And that has got rules that, that work throughout the language. Once you've learned the pronunciation of the alphabet and a few small mm-hmm. rules, you can literally learn the language and speak it because it has rules that are fairly that rigid. lovely. It is. It's that easy. Once you've got the, the gist of it, it follows a pattern and sticks to it. But mm-hmm. English, dear me. It's so, it, it, it's, it's, you're having to learn so many unique elements of it. It's not a structure that you can, once you've mastered it, as you've rightly said already, that you can then use and apply elsewhere. You literally have got to learn each item verbatim and, and learn it and understand also the nuances that it can, it, it can be used in, in different, to mean different things at different times. It's so difficult. I, I agree. I agree with you. I really do think that it's really, really dishonest and immoral to sell courses and classrooms and uh, classroom courses and, and online courses to students 
and they expect to learn the language, the English language from from your course. Really? I, I see people doing it all the time, and I, I, it's not going to work. Oh, it's wow. going to work when you hop on a plane and, and come to the UK or Canada or you know an English speaking mm. country and yeah. live there for a while and and immerse yourself yeah in the language which is the I mean you've got to hear these things mm. so I do I, I encourage my students and BBC is you know fabulous job uh not to praise the BBC but there you have to <laughs> praise where praise is due yeah they're doing a fabulous job of uh, of, of spreading the English language and having so many resources Mm. for students, uh, some of which are a bit complicated, I think, overly complicated. Yeah. From that. Well, we've uh, got, I mean, I've got... They do, do their bit. Yeah. I've got friends abroad, funnily enough, who have learnt English from abroad by following the BBC. And they have. And it's broken English, but they can communicate for sure. Obviously, they're not going to know all the nuances, but they've learnt it from the BBC. So... Praise to the BBC is is justified. No, I think we have to give praise where praise is due, mm. even though it's the BBC. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, dear. Remainers, right. Do you do you have anything to 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 before because we're getting close to the end of the program here? Yes. Are we? Oh my God! I still got misnomers. I've got irrational collective nouns. Okay, let's get them in. Let's get them in quickly. Well, we we've still Bonus got a couple words more minutes. You can show yes. off with. <laughs> go on please misnomers hmm. misnomers are closely allied to logical words hmm. so arabic numerals originated in india okay tin cans and tin foil are constructed from aluminium not tin yes and like i said before in america that would be aluminum yes. not aluminium hmm. but isn't it spelled Danish differently Asian? in america though it's spelt differently. So. Yeah. I think so. I think aluminum. Mm. Danish pastries were invented in Austria. <laughs> Dry cleaning no, no. is a fluid called naphtha. Say that again. Dry cleaning. Yeah. Fluid called naphtha. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we've got to get the stains out somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not dry. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Koala beers are marsupials, not beers. Oh, wow. Panama hats originated from Ecuador, not Panama. <laughs> and most, um, the most important one of all, the peanut is not a nut. It's not, is it? No, it's a legume. Yeah, because it's grown underground. Yep. Mm. Peanuts are nuts. Now, this is one of my favorite is collective nouns. Oh, go on. Again. You either know them or you don't. There's no there's no learning them because they're yeah. just nonsensical. Okay, a glaring of cats. You know how you glare at someone? Yeah. So you have a glaring of cats? Is that is, is that actually a, a phrase? That is a, the collective noun for cats is a glaring. A really? A glaring of cats. So you, yeah. I did not know that one. You're not going to know many of these efforts. No, go on. Uh, uh, what is a okay? I'll just tell you rather than ask because we're out of time. Mm. An entrance of actresses. An entrance of mattresses. Actresses. Actresses. Sorry, I thought you said mattresses. I thought, goodness no, me, no, that's a weird one. That's good. That's good. No, no, that'd be really strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An, entrance, an entrance of actresses. Wow. I love this one. Uh, I think you know why. An unhappiness of husbands. What? 
<laughs> and unhappiness of husbands. And I know you're going to look it up on the internet. You? <laughs> That's made up, surely. I can't believe that one. I had to look it up. An unhappiness of her husbands. Really? So a group of husbands is called an unhappiness? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that one. <laughs> this this is unbelievable. And I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you anyway. Is Sodom of shepherds? No. Well, I saw. I found it online and it's there. But I, 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 I would like that checked by someone. Because it's so weird. Sodom of shepherds. Sodom of shepherds. Good Makes you wonder about those flipping shepherds. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if that's their collective now. Now I'm going to I'm going to put you a, sh- a short test, and then I'll give some bonus words to show off with. Oh, uh, I'm but, terrible at tests. So I'll anyway, show so my you have my one goose, mm-hmm. two geese. Correct. One moose, two yeah. moose. Well done. Aha. Uh-huh. Because I thought some people say meese. Yeah, meese, but it's not moose. Yes, it's okay. Moose. Now, a flock of geese. Oh, okay. a flock of geese. Yeah. That's what you call geese when they're flying. A flock. Yeah. What do you call geese when they're on the ground? <laughs> oh, good grief. I have not a clue. You do, because I'm sure you've used it. Gaggle? Well done, Tony. Oh. A gaggle of geese, but they're called a, a flock when geese. they're in the sky. I, when, you when know the what? Once they've taken off a flock of geese, whilst they're on the ground, they're a gaggle of geese. Ah, interesting. Uh, I promised you words you can use to show off with. Yep, go on then. Sesquipedalian. So, what? Sesquipedalian. Sesquipedalian. Yes. And what, what? it means is... Words having many syllables. Words. So, sesquipedalian is a sesquipedalian word. Because it's got it many, many syllables. <laughs> oh, dear. Hardly and, used in everyday And speech. also, people who use long, uh, many polysyllabic words. Yeah, there's a sesquipedalian chap, isn't it? It was sesquipedalian because he. So, that's, that's sesquipedalian of you, Tyre, with all those long <laughs> polysyllabic words. Okay. So that's a nice one to have in your pocket. Then. Okay, I'll probably park that. I don't think I would ever use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, you have uh, paraprosdokian, which is another sesquipedalian word, isn't it? Paraprosdokian. <laughs> and it means an unexpected shift in the meaning. Sorry, an unexpected shift in meaning at the end of a sentence or paragraph. It's also called a surprise ending. Oh. It's often used for comic effect. For yeah. example... Hello, Tony. Please make yourself at home. Clean my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a prize ending. That makes it a paraprosdokian. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it is a good one. And my favorite <laughs> yep. is defenestrate. Defenestrate. Yeah, I think you may know this already. No, I don't know. Never heard it. To throw someone or something out of the window. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to write that down. I thought I'm going to you use might. it for that's my son. That's why. That's why I feel you know, I ended up with it because a, a lot of times we 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 do meet uh, people with backfiring issues who need to be defenestrated. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of many people who can use defenestrate and throw them out the window. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear me. <laughs> right, we we really need to wrap up here because we've reached the end of our show. So, oh. 
I know. It was a very fun show. It was a great show, this one. So you, the listeners, can send in your comments and feedback about what we're discussing on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Tony, spelt with a Y, A-N-D, Tao, T-A-Y-O. Now, if you leave any comments or questions on the Facebook page, Tao and I will do our very best to try and answer these questions on a subsequent show or live on air. Now, as I said at the start of the program, you can listen to our show on all the major audio platforms, such as things like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. And you can also catch the show on Seclo Radio 105.5 FM every Sunday evening at 11 p.m. But if you want to find our show, you can just Google it. If you go to Google and search for The TNT Talk Show, you will find us. Teo, again, would you like to tell the audience what happens if they leave us any comments? If you leave us any comments on our Facebook page, and if that comment should drive rage, outrage, apoplexy, high blood pressure, which is going too far, <laughs> a general <laughs> anger, uh, anything like, like that, in other words, you have very strong opinions and you make them known to us. The odd thing about our show is that we're more than likely to ask you one. <laughs> so, so have at it and yeah, so stop by and uh, get involved. Wonderful. And thank you again for tuning in. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye.